I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're happy to have you back with us again for some more incredible stories. And uh, boy, do we have some incredible stories to share with you today. Uh, before we get started, though, I want to uh, say if, if you are listening for the first time, uh, congratulations. You have found one of the best shows you could possibly listen to for incredible stories. And if you decide to hit that little subscribe button, you will be treated to some amazing stories each and every Friday. I'm telling you, it is the gift that gives all year long. So I hope you push that button, and I hope you will join us uh, for more stories to come in the future. That being said, let's move on to our incredible story. Yes, and uh, we're heard on uh, wherever podcasts are uh, played, uh, so you can get us on your favorite uh, podcast uh, provider. That's right. If it's Spotify, uh Pandora or um, Amazon podcast, Apple podcast, you name Podbean. it. Any Anywhere you want to listen to your podcast, yeah. chances are and we're we have, there. We have you um, listening in from 30 different countries, uh, which is wonderful. And clearly, if you're listening to us now, you found us on one of those amazing sites. Well, it's that time again. It's the first week of November. And uh, in the United Kingdom... Our listeners over there in the UK know why this week is very special. Uh, there's bonfires, there's fireworks, there's uh, lots of celebrating that goes on, especially on November 5th, because it's Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, is that the official name? Uh, yes, that's the official name of the uh, November 5th celebration, but... Who in the world was Guy Fox, anyways? Well, I only know of Guy Fox because of the movie V for Vendetta. Oh, and we'll get to that. And the comic book. But yeah. up until then, I, I had no idea uh, who the person was. Because Guy Fox was a real person. That he was. Uh, but we have to go back to not this November 5th, uh, 2022. We have to go back to November 5th. 1605. Whoa. That's a little ways back. That is, 400 years uh, back. Um, Fox and a group of radical English Catholics tried to assassinate King James I by blowing up Parliament's House of Lords. And here's why. Uh, Catholicism in England was heavily repressed at that time under Queen Elizabeth I. She wasn't very happy when the Pope excommunicated her from the church in 1570. <laughs> Some queens just didn't like being told what to do or what not to do. And so well. Elizabeth I was a little bent out of shape because the Pope had excommunicated her. So during her reign, she took her uh, venom out on dozens of priests by putting them to death. Ooh. And uh, Catholics couldn't legally celebrate Mass. and They couldn't be married according to their own rights. And so, as you can imagine, uh, when she died in 1603, uh, many Catholics in the United Kingdom uh, were hoping that her son, King James I, when he took the throne, would uh, be more uh, tolerant of their 
uh, religion. I'm guessing he wasn't. Uh huh. Uh, so it, it turns out he wasn't. Uh, in 1604, he actually uh, condemned Catholicism as a superstition. Didn't call it a religion. It's a really? super, superstition. So English Catholics uh, organized several failed conspiracies against both Elizabeth and James uh, when uh, James took over. And in 1603, like I say, a few priests and, and laymen uh, hatched uh, a plot to kidnap James. But oh. believe it or not, they were turned in by some fellow Catholics, so that didn't go anywhere. Uh, then in 1604, a handful of Catholic dissidents, including Guy Fawkes, Robert Catesby, Tom Wintour, Jack Wright, and Thomas Percy, they met at the Duke and Drake Inn in London. The Duke and Drake Inn. And Catesby proposed a plan to blow up the Houses of Parliament with gunpowder. Oh, wow. Gunpowder plot. Now, afterwards, all five men there at the Duck and Drake Inn uh, swore an oath of secrecy on a prayer book. Oh, oh. Later on, they'd get eight other conspirators to join them, and this became known as the gunpowder plot. Now, Catesby was the ringleader, not Guy Fox, but... For some reason or other, Fox has gotten most of the publicity over the past uh, 400 years. And like I say, that's kind of strange because Catesby was the leader of this plot. Guy Fox was born in 1570, so that would make him about 34 years old at the time. He was born in York, England. And he, as a young man, he spent about a decade fighting for Spain against Protestant rebels in the uh, Spanish-controlled Netherlands. Really? Yeah, and then he also personally petitioned the King of Spain for help to start an English rebellion against King James. Huh. Yeah, so maybe that's why uh, we know it as Guy Fawkes Day, because uh, here he is politicking at the highest international levels to unseat King James I. Uh, he was involved in more than just the gunpowder plot. So in 1605, he was calling himself by some, um, you know, some uh, aliases, I guess, to avoid detection. He called himself Guido rather than Guy. (laughs) (laughs) And he also used an alias called John Johnson. So Guy Fox uh, called himself John Johnson for a while. John Johnson. Uh And uh, during the time he was John Johnson, he served as a caretaker of a cellar which was located just below the House of Lords in Parliament. Really? Yeah. And he and the other plotters leased that cellar, and they started to stockpile gunpowder there. Really? Yep. And under their plan, Fox would light a fuse. Maybe that's another reason why it's named after him. He would light the fuse on November 5th during the opening of a new session of Parliament. Now, who would be there to get blown sky high? Well, King James, his eldest son, the House of Lords, the House of Commons, they'd all be blown to kingdom come. Ooh. And uh, after that happened, uh, Fox would then escape by boat across the River Thames. And his fellow conspirators would then start an uprising in the English Midlands, kidnap James' daughter Elizabeth, and install her as a puppet queen and eventually marry her off to a Catholic. 
<laughs> That's an ambitious plan. Uh, yeah. Oh, history can be so crazy sometimes. Can it? Can it? Huh? And is, I thought, is I thought this all wild the cra- or what? I know. I thought all of the craziest was happening now. <laughs> yeah, was now going on and in so the long. United States, folks. Right. Uh, crazy isn't uh, unique to now in the United States. Listen to this from 400 years ago. It's mm-hmm. a crazy plus. Um, anyways, October 26, which was what, about a week before the plot was supposed to take place, mm-hmm. the explosion, there was an anonymous letter. Uh oh. Yep. Somebody snitched. Advising a Catholic sympathizer to avoid the opening of Parliament. And somehow or other, the letter made its way to the authorities, and they became aware of the existence of the plot. And to this day, no one really knows for sure who wrote the letter or really whether there was even a letter. Some people thought, well, maybe, you know, it was uh, the authorities had already known about the plot and they used that as, as an excuse but um, for knowing, but we don't know for sure. In any event, uh, there was an official search party. They found Guy Fawkes skulking around in the cellar around midnight on November 4th. He had matches in his pocket and he had 36 barrels of gunpowder stacked next to him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about being caught mm-hmm. red-handed. So he was immediately taken to prison. He was tortured uh, by a special order of King James. And then soon after that, his co-conspirators were likewise arrested. I imagine he gave up their names under torture. Oh, sure. Uh, but four of them uh, like uh, didn't uh, weren't arrested for one reason or another, including Catesby, the original leader of this. He died in a shootout with English troops. Oh, wow. But Fox and the surviving co-conspirators were all found guilty of high treason. They were sentenced to death in January 1606. And listen to this, Gary. They were hanged, drawed, and quartered. Do you know what that means? No. What is, what, well, I know what the <laughs> hanging part is, but what's drawed and quartered? Were they yeah, stuff, I think. Isn't into? that where they're tied between two different horses or something or two different wagons. And the wagon oh, and then they're pulled apart. Yeah. Ugh, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I don't even want to go there. I can just imagine what that might well, be. Well, four quarters make a dollar and there's yeah. four limbs on a person. So, right. I mean. So anyways, uh, they came to a, a very painful, bloody uh, end. Sounds like this, it. Uh, wild plot that they had hatched and mm-hmm. attempted to carry out. So how in the world could something like this become a, f- a holiday with fireworks and, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, celebrations? Well, oh, I'm dying to find out. Shortly after the plot was revealed, the Londoners, they began lighting uh, celebratory uh, bonfires. And in January 1606, when uh, the conspirators were killed, executed, um, Parliament uh, came out with an act that, designated november 5th as a day of thanksgiving huh. so that's why guy fox day uh and thanksgiving are celebrated in the same month they both have a thanksgiving theme and for the people of england the thanksgiving was that parliament didn't get blown up along with the uh royals and uh, the government and that uh, they survived this uh this plot so the the thanksgiving part is the being grateful for the fact that Parliament survived. Yes, and Guy so, Fox and the gunpowder plot failed. Right. So, but is Guy Fox Day 
about the same thing or is that different? Yeah, it's about the same thing as they started there in 1606. Uh, it's a time to get together with your friends and family, set off fireworks, light bonfires, attend parades, and burn effigies of Guy Fawkes. And children um, traditionally would wheel their effigies around demanding a penny for Guy, a penny for Guy, <laughs> and imploring the crowds to remember, remember the 5th of November. Isn't there a poem? I think so, yeah. Yeah, now, you at the beginning of this podcast referred to uh, something which I, I call a makeover for Guy Fawkes. So here we see he was a notorious traitor, but today he's looked at in some circles as a revolutionary hero. Exactly. And it's largely due to that graphic novel from the 1980s called V for Vendetta, and you were referring to the 2005 movie of the same name. Yeah, by the Wachowskis. Yeah, and, and the reason why we look at him as a national hero uh, from these works is that in these works he was battling a future fascist government in Britain, right? Right, but the, the character of V um, is different. Uh, in, in the book, it's not... The, the V character is inspired by Guy Fox, a real person. Um, and his attempts, again, like you read, uh, were to overthrow uh, a corrupt government, uh, but his name is V, mm-hmm. uh, and he was part of something, uh, a group of, of children born into this um, world to be used as a tool, uh, as super soldiers, I think it was, some, something along that line, mm-hmm. and he resisted, and he turned to the government, who created him to overthrow them so that nobody else would have to suffer the same kind of uh, pain that he went through himself. And so he went to Guy Fox uh, as inspiration for his character and uh, really is more like a, a Zorro-type figure, you know, a vigilante who mm-hmm. uh, wields, instead of a sword, uh, daggers. And, uh, you know, I, the movie um, didn't uh, get a whole lot of, uh, you know... Uh, acclaim, uh, but it has, I would say it's one of those cult following type mm-hmm. films where there's a, a group of people that really love that movie. It's enjoyable to watch. The, yeah. it's, it's worth a watch. We actually saw it together because it was one I wanted to see. And so you you came along to watch it with me and it was a while back. I think I was, I was either still in high school or in college, one of the two. Um, but I enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm one of those people who uh, really enjoyed the movie and and thought it was interesting and, and liked the kind of mix of uh, the blending of fiction and fact together to tell this uh, story that takes place in a kind of a, a depressing future, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Guy Fawkes, uh, since we have uh, listeners in so many different uh, countries, uh, I'd like to spell that last name. It's F A W K E S. F A W K E S. Guy Fawkes. So, Gary, I think we can at this point say, remember, remember the 5th of November and to all of our friends and listeners throughout the United Kingdom, enjoy your Guy Fawkes Day. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's going to wrap up uh, this episode of uh, Richard and Gary. And as of right now, I'm Richard. I'm Gary. And this was an incredible story. We hope you enjoyed it. Loved it. And like I said before, if you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to our show. 
And if you think somebody else might enjoy these incredible stories, you can hit that share button as well. And you can share it on your social media, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, or whatever. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.